Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome aboard the National Football Show with your boy Dan Cilio. Man, I'll tell you what. Football will not be the same. It just will not be the same without Tom Brady. It's just not going to be. Listen, man. Guy who played in four different leagues. Guy knows what it takes to be successful as a professional football player. Let me just give you my small world's insight here. But that guy did for 22 years. You will never see in your lifetimes ever again. You will never see it as long as you live. It's not going to happen. You know, people always say, don't say never, Dan. Here's, this is never. 10 Super Bowl appearances, seven wins. The most accomplished football player in our lifetime and in any lifetime. But you know what separated Tom Brady? We talk about this with Jalen Hurts all the time. You know what it is? Was Tom Brady not the greatest teammate of all time? Tom Brady's secret sauce was this. He motivated everybody on his football team every year. If it's Randy Moss, if it's Aaron Hernandez, if it's Antonio Brown, if it's Mike Evans, every teammate, every teammate that he played with, he elevated. He took pay cuts so that he could invest in himself knowing full well it just can't be about the quarterback making all the money and kissing the cheerleaders and cashing the paychecks. He not only invested in himself financially, taking all those haircuts in New England, but he also made sure he was out putting the work in. So when teammates saw him, they said, that's the standard. It was a privilege to watch him play football. Whether you're a fan or not of Tom Brady, it was a privilege to watch that. Remember something. This guy wasn't ceremoniously, you know, kicked into the league. He was the 199th player taken. Sixth rounders don't make teams, let alone become the GOAT. Remarkable. Remarkable career. Remarkable time in history you're watching right now. Soak it up. Soak it up. I'm going to make a topic here, you know, and I'm going to get to Howie Roseman here in a second. By the way, please do me a favor. Hit the like button. I also want to tell you, Joy Taylor will join us in hour number two from The Herd and from FS1. She'll join us. We'll get her thoughts also on Tom Brady's announcement, officially today calling it a career. We're going to get to Howie here in a minute. But who do you think dominated his sport more, Michael Jordan or Tom Brady? And for that matter, 
Well, we revere Tom Brady in the same light as Michael Jordan, as we do today with Jordan. You know, when the Last Dance documentary came out, I got to tell you, when I watched that documentary, I mean, the documentary had 6 million people watching it just to show you his impact and how people look at Michael Jordan today. My daughter knows who Michael Jordan is. She never saw him play a basketball game, but she knows MJ. Now, the brand and Nike and all of that keep it alive, and he's iconic. In my lifetime, Michael Jordan is the greatest name in sports. Is Brady in that conversation? Who dominated his sport more, do you think? Brady or Jordan? Mm. He topped him in championships with seven. Finals MVPs with Jordan and Super Bowl MVPs with Brady. Don't these guys collide with one another? Big Chris says Brady seven rings better than MJ six rings. Raymond, Michael Jordan had to play more games. D-Train, Brady, Jordan was now his Brady. Got to go with seven, unheralded. Never going to see that again. You know, it's almost like the conversation we have about Tiger Woods, isn't it? How many times were we saying this? Rory McIlroy, the next Tiger. Here's the next DeChambeau, the next Tiger. We never really ever found the next Tiger because you're not going to find the next Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods was transcendent to his sport. How many people, you know, I would say this to you about Tom Brady. Tom Brady is probably the only NFL player that's bigger than his sport. Is that fair? Is that fair? Jordan was bigger than the NBA. Flex says it's harder to win in the NFL than in the NBA. There's no second chances. Absolutely. It's one and done, and you go home. Flex, there's no doubt. It's harder to win a championship in the NFL because you know why? Brady can't play defense like Jordan can. You know, Brady is almost like, you know, he's a slave to the team and to the way the team plays. It's the ultimate team sport. You can't play defense. you got to rely on your boys to go out there and get a stop. Big Chris says MJ was the quarterback of the Bulls. Sydney says my son is nine and wears Jordan Nikes. So Jordan was marketed, but Brady gets over the line with me. Lance Armstrong, never heard of him. I'm kidding, please. Guy riding a bike versus Brady and Jordan. Come on. These two guys in your lifetime, maybe Muhammad Ali, but then again, it's not a team sport. Brady and Jordan just absolutely separate themselves when it comes to just being bigger than their sport. It's so rare to see this. You know, I I, I saw the words... How about the media trying to make a story? Because Brady didn't mention the New England Patriots. He had to go on his Twitter page, and he had to address the Patriots. Thank you. But how about the media showing you fake news constantly? Oh, he didn't mention the Patriots. 
he must hate the Patriots. You're like, bro, he doesn't hate the Patriots. He wasn't retiring from the Patriots. He was retiring from the Bucs in the NFL. He closed that book three years ago, two years ago. Brady closed that book, dude. But yet, because the news cycle is what it is, people have to make stories. See, with ESPN, again, jumping the gun, somebody goes, Sill, so Adam Schefter got it right. No, he didn't. Because the inevitable was happening. They just went out and said something that everyone knew what was happening. Brady was going to call it a career. If you read the tea leaves, you knew what was happening. Adam Schefter should take victory. No, he shouldn't. ESPN is a disgrace of a network. Now they can go back to pretending to cover sports and be their political vehicle that they pretend that they are. It's the worst network in American sports. The days of ABC Sports, (laughs) that thing's a shit show, the ESPNs of the world. Go back to being whatever you think you are and you're not. Let me be first. You weren't, dude. Brady went out on his own dime. I love it. I love it. Unbelievable career. Brady and MJ, I don't know. I don't know how you can look at it and not look at both of them and look at them with the same lenses. Just unbelievable. David Mayweather, again, individual sports. I'm talking about team sports. The most difficult things to do is win championships in team sports. Kudos to Tom Brady on an incredible 22 years. Dude, I mean, the best teammate of all time. I think that was Tom Brady's special sauce, is that he could be a teammate with anybody. Incredible. All right. So, in a, you know, and, and, and I think Jalen Hurts of the Eagles has a lot of that quality, that everybody likes him, whether it was in Alabama or if it was in Oklahoma, now with the Eagles. I, I do think that he has that rare quality where people are galvanized galvanized by him, and they are motivated by him. I do believe that. I think Jalen has a lot of that. Now, remember, I said yesterday that I'm not going to sit here and I'm not going to always sit here and do this any longer where we're talking about all the intangibles that really don't play a factor if you're not winning games. Howie Roseman, the general manager of your Philadelphia Eagles, He's now in a position where he's on the hot seat. He's on the hot seat. I don't care what his resume says. I don't give a shit what he's done in the draft. I don't care who he's missed on in the draft. I don't care who he's missed on at quarterback. I don't care what he's done. The GOAT is now out of the NFC. The GOAT is now out of pro football. Nobody knows what Aaron Rodgers is going to do. Nobody knows what he's going to do. Nobody has an idea. This NFC is wide open. Howie Roseman has to, has to get this draft right. Nobody knows where Russell Wilson's going to play. Russell Wilson could be in the AFC. He could be in Denver. He could be in Pittsburgh. He could be in any one of those teams that need a quarterback. 
And again, what we've talked about, because we watch these incredible playoffs, somebody's going to go after Russell Wilson, and somebody's going to offer Seattle a treasure chest of draft choices. Yes, Chris. Folks, the NFC's wide open. And the Philadelphia Eagles have the assets to make their football team a player in the NFC for the next 10 years. Let's take a look at some of the teams now. Watch this. Do we all agree that the Rams have pushed all their chips in? I, I don't know when they have a first-round draft choice. They've pushed all their chips in with the Odell Beckhams, with Vaughn Millers, with Matthew Stafford's. They got to win it this year. That Rams team over the next couple years will not look the same. Hey, Les Snead and Kevin Demoff, the executives that run the Rams, know this. They push their chips in. Let's take a look at another team. Packers. I don't know. I can guarantee you this, folks. The Saints are going to be looking for a quarterback. The Saints are going to be looking for a signal caller. Does Howie Roseman have the onions and the rocks to push all of his chips in like the Rams do to find an elite quarterback? I'm going to make a point to you. If Howie Roseman doesn't land an elite quarterback and thinks he's going to build a championship football team through the draft, you can't win a Super Bowl. What's the line I have here? You can't win a Super Bowl with, hey, we can win with him. That's not going to cut it. We can win with Jalen, but can you win it with Jalen? No. I don't want to hear that line. We can win with Jalen if we put pieces around him. Joe Burrow dispels that. He has got, according to Pro Football Focus, the second worst O-line in the NFL. And you know what that dude did? He's got his Bengals in the Super Bowl. I don't want to hear that shit. I don't want to hear that. Well, we can win with it. No, you can't. You know this now. Hey, watch this. Sydney says, Jones staying with the Giants. Daniel Jones, you can't win with him. I don't care what Brian Dable does with him. You can't win with him. You are not going to win a Super Bowl with that guy. You're going to win a Super Bowl with Derek Carr. You're going to win a Super Bowl with Justin Herbert. You're going to win a Super Bowl with Patrick Mahomes. You're going to win a Super Bowl with Josh Allen. You're going to win a Super Bowl with Joe Burrow. You're not going to win a Super Bowl with Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, or some of these other bums. They're good enough to win, though. The Eagles have a quarterback that's good enough to win. That's your ceiling. That's your ceiling. Howie Roseman has to push his chips in. Because building a football team, you know, you guys come out here all the time and you say, Seals, we got to put a football team together on the defensive side. No, you don't. Joe Burrow's in the Super Bowl with the shittiest O-line in the league. No, you don't. No, you don't. 
Eagles have to push their chips in. I thought about this last night. I don't want to hear this any longer. Well, if we put a good running back and get another quality, this is what you guys say all the time, get another quality wide receiver over here or here or there. Joe Burrow walked into Cincinnati. They had won two games prior to him showing up and said, fuck that. We're going to go to the Super Bowl. And he's right, and they're in it. You know you're going to win with him, no matter who's on your roster. So well, let me get this right. If the roster's not perfect, the Eagles can't win. Well, that's not a quarterback I want then. You know, and some of you are going like this. Wow, this is really crazy shade on Jalen. Crazy shade? No, I'm pointing out the obvious to you. Chris says, get Joe Burrow an O-line. If Joe Burrow had the Eagles O-line, they wouldn't lose a game. True Savage, thank you. Guys, appreciate you coming aboard. And as True Savage says, please hit the like button. As you know, I go back and forth, and this is how we hit on this. Guys, am I wrong when I'm making these statements here? If you don't get an elite quarterback this offseason when you have all the assets that you can do it with, you're never going to win a Super Bowl again. And I hate to do this to you. The Nick Foles Super Bowl was a fluke. Okay? Foles can't keep a job. That's not an elite guy. Maybe if you fall into a Super Bowl opportunity, everything worked out great in 17 for the Eagles. Injuries in the postseason. That crazy play Minnesota had against the Saints. Everything worked out that year. It was a fluke. The performance wasn't a fluke, but the journey was. Come on, man. You weren't able to keep stability in the building. You weren't able to keep consistency in the building. You think Joe Burrow's a fluke? No. And hey, and for the record, Joe Burrow's probably started as many games as just as Jalen Hurts has. I know when I look at Joe Burrow, I go like this. That guy is something else. I look at Jalen and we're still doing this. I don't know. Williams said, took Allen shine time. Even when he was struggling, I still went, that guy, there's something to him. Are you saying that about Jalen Hurts? Dave says, Sills, do the Eagles really have a Super Bowl roster? I think they're players away, but the most important player away is the quarterback. James says, I've been saying that for years. The 17th season was lightning in a bottle. It clearly was, dude, because you weren't able to keep prolonged success and consistency in the building. D-Train, Wilson is 33. I don't care. 33 is not old in the NFL. Are you not watching what Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady have done? Anthony, the Bengals showed us we don't need a Super Bowl roster. We need a Super Bowl quarterback. Do me a favor, Xander. Put Anthony up there. Folks, that's it right there in a nutshell. That is it. That Anthony has it right there. That's it. 
The Cowboys put a Super Bowl roster together every year, but they don't have a Super Bowl quarterback. By the way, you know this without a fact right now. Steven and Jerry Jones are looking at it, and they're looking at Dak Prescott going like this. That ain't it. We overpaid like everybody said, including yours truly here. Dak Prescott is overpaid. M. Ray says, nah, I saw a 17 Super Bowl-capable team. We had all the pieces on both sides. Then why weren't you able to sustain it? That football team is overrated then. How many people think that, how about this, that 17 team underachieved? I say the 1985 Bears are the most underachieving football team in the history of the league. Do you know what some people say, experts? That's the greatest team of all time. Great teams win consistently. Great teams put resumes together. The Bears never went back to a Super Bowl with that group. Is that over or underachieving? Peyton Manning, underachieved in Indy. Brett Favre, underachieved in Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers, underachieved in Green Bay. Drew Brees, underachieved. In New Orleans, you have all those numbers and a supposed Super Bowl roster, and you got one ring? That's what makes Brady the outlier. But you can't even do what Troy Aikman did? Or you can't do what Roethlisberger even did? Sydney, then you're saying... We got to go for a Super Bowl gun quarterback first. Bro, you got to get the quarterback right this offseason. I don't give a shit about a linebacker. I don't give a shit about a wide receiver. Manning overachieved? Sidney, he underachieved. One ring in Indy. Really? One ring. Roethlisberger's more accomplished in the postseason than Peyton Manning. Eli overachieved. Big Chris, here's the point. He says the 72 Dolphins, greatest team of all time. How about this? Not only were they undefeated, but they won three straight AFC championships and two Super Bowls in that time frame. Oh, and were undefeated in one of those Super Bowls. That could easily be one of the greatest runs of all time. That Shula team that did all that, it wasn't about a one-year wonder. Okay. Zach says I'm wrong. You're right. Stick with that guy. You're fucking going nowhere. Stick with Jalen. You're going nowhere. Nowhere. Wait. No, I'll take that back. You'll get to a wild card game. Congratulations to you. Need a defense. How many times did Tom Brady have a 27th-ranked defense? Still won a Super Bowl. Come on, man. Come on. Seventy-two Dolphins greatest. They're t- not all time. Well, I'll tell you what: three straight AFC titles and a soup, two Super Bowls. I don't know what you're talking about. Was it just one team, like the Bears were? 85 team was insane great. Single season, sure. We're talking about building something, though. 
over a decade. And like I said, with the NFC being wide open, dude, you're in guys. The NFC is wide open. It's wide open. It's not like the AFC. You know why you're never going to see people do the things that Tom Brady did? Can I tell you why? It's just too loaded at the top in the AFC right now. Look at all these great superstar quarterbacks that you have in the NFL today. You're not going to see a guy win seven titles, 10 Super Bowl appearances, go to a Super Bowl almost every other year that he was in the game. It's crazy. Those, it's crazy, crazy. East Canada for life goes, fans need to stop falling in love with players. Absolutely. This is about the Philadelphia Eagles, man. This is not about the name on the back of the jersey. Timothy O to the GOAT. Kind of where we are now. Brady's opened up everything with his retirement here. The NFC East is wide open. The Cowboys are in shambles. What are they, $50 million over the salary cap? $42 million over the salary cap? They've either got to cut Amari Cooper, restructure the contact of Ezekiel Elliott. What are they going to do with some of their offensive linemen that their contracts are up? What about the tight end they're going to lose? Look at all the pieces in the Cowboys that they're going to have to restructure or lose. How about this if you're in Dallas? you got to go to certain star players on your roster right now and do this. you got to take a pay cut if you want to stay here. Why would they? Chalk it up, Sports Philly. How you doing, man? X says, with Dabo going to coach up Jones, listen, it doesn't matter. Daniel Jones is garbage. They're garbage. Okay? They're garbage. Give me a break. Daniel Jones? That kid, Zach Wilson, too. Holy shit. You give Zach Wilson a training wheels coach and Robert Saley. <laughs> the Jets defense actually got worse with him in the building. Guys, I'm going to say it again to you here. Howie Roseman has to get this offseason right. He's got to get this thing right, man. And you know what right means? You have got to go out. And you have got to be a salesman like you've never been in your career. The Philadelphia Eagles cannot win a Super Bowl with Jalen Hurts. Tell me I'm wrong. And don't give me this. Well, if we build the team around them and we put this dude over here, we build the defense up, Joe Burrow looks at you and laughs at you when you say that. They laugh at you. Well, if you give them this and you give them that and we bring in a veteran guy, holy shit. How he's at the senior bowl with his binoculars. Well, Howie Roseman better be at the senior bowl with his genie lamp or his Nostradamus book 
because he's going to have to make some predictions on that football team. Looking at the young players in Mobile, Alabama, ain't going to win you a Super Bowl, Howie. Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, that's what's going to win you a Super Bowl. This is what's going to make it happen. This is the thing that will make that football team own the East. Dude, the East is open. Dak Prescott, do we all agree? Did we not learn one thing about Dak Prescott this year? I don't give a shit what the Cowboys' record was. They're not winning with that guy. The Cowboys are not winning a Super Bowl with that guy. They know it. M. Reyes says Watson hasn't played in a year. And Brady missed an entire year when he was 26th with a leg injury and a knee injury. Are you trying to compare that? By the way, you want to know something that I found out because I asked a question yesterday? When Deshaun Watson gets traded, he will not be suspended. The NFL is going to retro last year because he didn't play a down as a suspended year. Case closed. You don't have to worry about the league suspending him. He hasn't been charged. He hasn't been convicted. This is going to go. When he gets traded, he's playing in 2022. There's no suspension. Now what's your excuse? Well, he's care. Who gives a shit? Are you inviting him to your house for dinner? And you know what? That's the kind of team and kind of fan base that would sit there and go, I don't want that guy on my team. I'll take Jalen Hurts because he's a good guy. If you were winning trophies when it came to being a good guy, then Jalen Hurts is your dude. If you're going to win a Super Bowl and no one gives a shit about the guy's personality, okay, you shouldn't be an NFL fan. All three first. Push him in. Does Howie have the onions to do that? Joseph, great point. If Prescott was on the Eagles, the record would be the same. Absolutely, Joseph. You think Dak Prescott would win more games if Dak was the quarterback of the Eagles? I don't. Greenville says, I thought defense wins championships. Yeah, in 1985. Not in 2022, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Star quarterbacks win Super Bowls today. Yeah, 30 years ago, 25 years ago, you bet defenses. Ravens, Buccaneer defense, SAP defense, absolutely. Game's changed. League doesn't want to see defensive teams winning Super Bowls. You think the NHL wants the Broad Street Bullies and their mentality winning Stanley Cups? Or do you think they want high-flying, scoring offensive hockey teams winning Stanley Cups today like you saw with the Blackhawks or you saw back in the day with the LA Kings? They changed so many rules to stop teams like the Flyers from going out and winning Stanley Cups. They don't want that mentality. They don't want it. Listen to this. 
49.6 million viewers watched NFL football this past weekend. Sean was right. He was off by 4 million, though. Sean McManus, who was on with us uh, yesterday, said that 45 million people are going to have tuned in to watching the Bengals and Chiefs play and Rams and 49ers. Get this, too. No Brady, no Rodgers over the weekend, and they almost had 50 million people watching. Unbelievable. 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 I don't subscribe to that any longer. Defenses win championships. Super Bowl quarterbacks win championships. And the Eagles don't have one. They don't have one. My question to you is, does Howie have the onions to pull the trigger and push all those first-rounders in? Hit the like button. We'll expand this conversation. By the way, Joy Taylor from The Herd in hour number two. Guys, love you, man. But, hey, we got to make some tough decisions here. This is not about liking anybody. This is not about respecting people. This is about winning games. This is about having a championship Super Bowl quarterback in your building. And the Eagles don't have one. Keep it here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other. With more doctors and hospitals. More benefits that really rock. More of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about. Because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Seven, one, two, three. Because Philadelphia dreams 
deserve a Philadelphia bank. So who did the Bears hire as head coach? Bobby Uberist, uh, Eberist. Um, who the fuck is that? <laughs> oh man, <laughs> who, who who did the Bears hire? Bobby Uberist, uh, Elberist. Um, who who is the guy? He, 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 but I'm sure he's going to change Justin Fields around. Look at these nobody coaches now getting jobs because people are now going to analytics. And analytics is now running the NFL. Shakur, who the hell? Colts D coordinator. So the Bears, think about what the Bears did. The Bears drafted a quarterback in the first round last year. And what do they do? They turn around and hire a defensive coordinator as head coach. Hey, you know, man, I'm not the smartest guy on the planet, but I promise you this. I ain't the dumbest clam in the ocean. Come on, man. Bobby Uberist or Elberist or some shit name I've never heard of. The D coordinator of the Colts is now the head coach of the Chicago Bears. And he's going to change Justin Fields around. That kid, Justin Fields, has no chance in Chicago. Why And people are going, well, why do you say that? Because Chicago's never developed a quarterback in the last 65 years. I mean, <laughs> I don't, I, I don't, I've never heard of the guy. Oh, do you see Jim Swartz is now interviewing for the Colts to be the new DC there? Great. Uh, Jim Swartz, good DC too. Man, the Bears hired a D coordinator, and you draft a quarterback in the first round last year, and you've got to save this kid. You shit all over yourselves with Mitchell Trubinsky, and now you're <laughs> – man, the Bears suck. Good afternoon, Joey B. He's cannon for life. I've never heard of him. 215. I, I, I don't know what they're doing in Chicago. <laughs> Nuts says, I'm going to sue you because you didn't hire me. <laughs> oh, it's such a woke world today. Dan, how come you didn't hire me? I'm suing you. I know. Stand in line. Oh, Gannon is in demand? Well, if you're hiring a guy by the name of Bobby Uberist or Elberist or John Elberist or elbow grease in Chicago. Jonathan Gannon is probably the hottest commodity out there. Caleb, thank you so much, man. That's awesome. Well, <laughs> TB12 says, I got blocked for saying Chicago, where quarterbacks go to rot. It's true. The greatness of Cade McDowell. Yeah, baby. Go get Cade McNow, Mitchell Trubisky. 
Justin Fields, man. Doug Flutie, Flutie Flakes. <laughs> Look at all those shitty quarterbacks that they've had in that building. Oh, my God. And, and, and then you had, like, the weirdo guy from Vanderbilt in there, too. Jay Cutler. Holy cow. Yeah, between the Bears and the Jets, it's like the landfill where quarterbacks and coaches die. Man. You hired Johnny Nobody or Mr. Elberist or whomever in Chicago and you draft a quarterback in the first round last year. How does that even plug in? Well, look at what they did in Los Angeles with the Chargers. Brandon Staley's a defensive guy. Yeah, how'd that work out? They make the postseason or not? You think Justin Herbert is going to get the best coaching when you got a D coach who's on that side of the ball? And talks with all these famous sayings and shit like that. That guy needs coaching, man. That guy needs like an Andy Reid guy to get you and elevate you. Samuel says, Joy Taylor, that'll be in hour number two. She's doing uh, Speak for Yourself now. That's why we had to change the time. Jimmy G shit to bed. Jimmy G is, let me see, four and two in the postseason. And 36 and 16 now in the postseason. Yeah, I know. I know. He, he's a horrible, he, he's a horrible quarterback. Man. <laughs> uh, here's what I would do. Let me tell you something. And I'm thinking, and you tell me, I'm going to get back into Howie Roseman because I don't know if Howie has the stones to do it. Howie's in Mobile. He should be talking to agents about getting Watson into Philadelphia. You ain't going to find your franchise quarterback in Mobile, Alabama. <laughs> I'm sick of this. You know what, Xander? You're right. It's time to sit here and stop all this. Well, if we draft this guy, we put this guy here, draft this guy in the third round, fuck that. You need a quarterback. We say, here is the mantra that's under Jalen Hurts now. Ready? We can win with him. What? What can you win with Jalen? That's a great question. What can you win with Jalen? Timothy, he's better than Jalen Hurts, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Didn't I want him? Jimmy Garoppolo's better than him. His record says it. Well, Jimmy's careless with the football at times, and yeah, I know. 36 and 16, 4 and 2 in the postseason. I know he's shitty. Two NFC championship game appearances in three years. I know he's terrible. But Jalen's got more upside. How do you know that? Keep hurts. For what? So you can go nine and seven again? Bow out in the postseason in the first round? Be a team. Congratulations. You'll be a nine-win team for the next four years. Going nowhere. Drew says this, we can win a division with Jalen. <laughs> we can win a Super Bowl with Watson. Excellent, Drew. Give Hurts a couple of years is what Big Meat says. 
You don't have a couple of years. You have this year. All these draft choices you have, don't waste it. Have some onions. M. Reyes says a good point here. Did the Texans win a Super Bowl with Watson? No, but the Lions never won with Matthew Stafford. And they're 60 minutes away from winning a Super Bowl with Matthew Stafford. So that take is about to be eroded at SoFi Stadium next week. I'm not sure Matthew Stafford won a playoff game in Detroit. But he's going to win a Super Bowl this year. So that statement about Watson winning in Houston, yeah, 10th year Matthew Stafford. I don't care if it's two-year Matthew Stafford. He didn't win a playoff game in Detroit ever. Ever. Gil says, Texans, take your little stinking three first-round picks and give me the Sean. I want to win the whole thing. That's right, Gil. That's right. Burrow has changed. All of these young quarterbacks, guys, have changed the landscape. Williams says Stafford was 0-3. Got the short end against Dallas on a bogus call. I remember that now. Thank you, William. Okay. 215 goes, it was the fucking Lions. Joe Burrow, it's the fucking Bengals. It's the Bengals. The Bengals. I, I can't even say it with a straight face. Joe Burrow's got the Bengals in the Super Bowl. And we're talking about Jalen Hurts here and putting t- players around him. <laughs> hey, come on, man. This is this conversation's over with. You have to have a Super Bowl quarterback. You don't have to have a Super Bowl roster. Okay. 24 says Burrow's amazing. They weren't saying that when he came out of LSU. They were doing the same shit they were doing to Mac Jones. Hey, he's got all the great players around him. He ain't that good. He's not that guy. Mac Jones is going to be nah, – probably, they're probably going to give it to Jamar Chase. I wonder who's going to win the Rookie of the uh, Year award offensively. Chase and Cincy or Mac Jones? Probably Mac Jones. Okay, probably Mac Jones. <laughs> the Bengals are in the Super Bowl. And I'm talking about winning a game with Jalen Hurts. <sighs> I'm done with that. I'm done with it. Now, the, the, the question is, does how we have the onions to do this? I'm not thinking he does. I'm thinking how he's going to go and do this and take the safe route. 
You think the Rams took the safe route with trading a quarterback that had put them in a Super Bowl in Jared Goff. They gambled and won. Brady gambled, left the Patriots, and went to the Bucks and won. Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kyrie Irving went to the Nets and lost. Doesn't always work. But you got to gamble on yourselves. Okay? You got to gamble on yourself. If you think you've got that intangible, that you can elevate people around you, right? Kevin Durant went to Golden State because they had Steph and it was a hell of an organization. He goes to the Nets. <laughs> Wanted his own team. Didn't want to be Scottie Pippen. Congratulations. Now everybody's trying to pull the ripcord to get the hell out of Brooklyn. All right, guys, hit the like button. Joy Taylor from The Herd is going to join us at hour number two. Please keep it right here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other. With more doctors and hospitals. More benefits that really rock. More of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about. Because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank.
and racism. Dan Cilio, National Football Show. <laughs> and racism. <laughs> you know those stupid sayings that you have on the back of the helmets and the back of the end zones? This is all alleged here. Couple faceted stories in the hiring processes that are going on in the NFL. Former Dolphins head coach Brian Flores is suing the National Football League and the Giants alleging racism in their hiring process. Flores has texts from Bill Belichick congratulating him for getting the job, but Flores had yet to interview. The text messages were meant for Brian Dable. I completely believe that. Why would I believe that one here? I'll get to the other ones. There's another sidebar story too to this. Why do you think that this story is credible? Why do you think this story is credible? I'm going to read it again to you. Former Dolphins head coach Brian Flores is suing the National Football League and the Giants for alleged racism in their hiring process. Obviously, the Giants broke the Rooney rule, and they were only interviewing black coaches to cover their asses. Flores has text messages from Coach Belichick, who he worked for, and congratulating him on getting the job, but Flores had yet to interview. And Brian Dable ended up getting the job, who's the offensive coordinator in Buffalo. Why is that story true? Bill Belichick at heart's a giant. Bill Belichick spent over a decade in New York. That's the job he always coveted and the always job that he always wanted. Remember when Parcells left the New York Giants, he didn't give Belichick a heads up before he took the Cleveland job. And he always held that against Bill Parcells that Parcells didn't give him a heads up that he was going to call it a career. Instead, he wanted always to have that Giants job. Massive connections into the Marr family. Very close. Still to this day with many people in the front office. The Giants, they don't really have a conveyor belt of personnel people that go in and out of that front office. The Mara family and the Tisch family are notorious, just like they are in Pittsburgh, for keeping people in the building for decades. So is that story true? Oh, I believe there's a lot to that story. And now you wonder why potentially Brian Flores allegedly was fired in Miami. Stephen Ross offered, according to reports, Brian Flores, $100,000 if he would tank games so they could get better draft choices in the upcoming NFL draft. And it, when it didn't happen, he started getting pissed off that he was winning games, and they fired him. I know Brian Flores a little bit, and he's a quality man. For him to come out like that, don't you think he injures his opportunity at being hired ever again as an NFL head coach, let alone an assistant coach? 
Why would a guy like that come forward and ruin his chance at being an NFL head coach if they weren't true? You know what he would do? And like many black coaches have done in the past, they would lie, hide it, not make it go public because they wouldn't want to have any chance of it playing a factor in them not getting an assistant job or an NFL head coaching job. He's basically now going to become the Colin Kaepernick of coaches. Flores is now the Brian, he's now the Colin Kaepernick of coaches. No one NFL owner is going to hire that guy. Those guys are thick as thieves. <laughs> and, 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 and racism. Yale says he seems like a straight shooter. Imagine that. They made Brian Flores and offered Brian Flores money to lose games in Miami. And Belichick accidentally sent the wrong text message to a coach congratulating before he even got the interview. Alex says, damn, when you take games for a hundred grand, not if I was going to make $8 million. No, I wouldn't. And if I thought it was going to hurt my chances at becoming a coach, the 20 some odd years that I put in, no, I wouldn't. hundred grand. Boy, you're easily sold out, bro. Not me. Not me. No way. Hey, Chris says, hey, Chris, you know what I should would have done? You should have took the hundred grand and sold them out anyway. Bill Belichick's out drunk texting. Nice. <laughs> oh man. What a shit show the Miami Dolphins are. Holy cow. Long, long way away from the Robbie family. Yale says, no way. Man, how about this? I pray it's not true. I pray it's not true. You're being asked to compromise what you do in your life for money. I know we, get, I know we all get pushed into corners with that. You got to stand for something, man. When you're a football coach, your players look to you for leadership, guidance, truth, honor. That's the shitty end of the league. You know, isn't it funny? You'll take a piss all over John Gruden, then you'll do stuff like that. And the league sold out John Gruden, but they still do that kind of stuff allegedly behind the scenes. And racism. Oh, my God. How about this, guys? I pray to God it's fake. Backyard Birds Podcast says Flores needs more people to stand with him. You're not going to have podcast. You think people are going to put their reputations and jobs on the line for Brian Flores? No way. No way. No way. Yeah. I was in the building and Brian Flores is right. 
No way. That's you think Brian Flores. See, you know what you know what you're gonna say about Brian Flores here in a minute? Not not you guys. But you know what some people like on the outhouse wall of social media known as Twitter are gonna start saying? Angry black guy because he didn't get a job. That's not who Brian Flores is. I know him a little bit, like I said. He's a stand-up dude. That's not who that guy is. Angry black guy, didn't get a job. Now he's shitting on the process. That's not who that guy is. I told you this before, man. Okay? I would say this to you, okay? I would. I would say this to you. I just pray it's not true. I don't want a black guy as a head football coach. I want the right guy. And that precludes the right guy from becoming head coach. All right. Joy Taylor is going to join us in hour number two. Let's get more details on this. I don't want to go too berserko on this thing here. I want to get back to talking about Howie Roseman. I don't trust the guy. I don't think the guy's going to have the stones to push all his chips in. Please hit the like button. Hour two. Keep it here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other. With more doctors and hospitals. More benefits that really rock. More of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about. Because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank.
Ford, National Football Show, Dan Silly. A lot of news going on in the NFL, man. I mean it. Not all good, too. But we'll see what happens with that Brian Flores story. I want to get more intel before we start barking too much here. And we start acting like the people I hate on the radio and in the news cycle. I think we have to at least bring it to people's attention here. But before, you know, we start sounding off, let's get some facts here. I know. Remember? Facts? It's not just a a machine back in the day, you know? Facts? Let's wait and see. All right. Bottom of the hour. Joy Taylor's going to join us from the Herd in FS1. We'll get her spin on all the things going on. Obviously, the big story of the day is Tom Brady. And him officially calling it a career. I said this in the first hour, and I'll reiterate it again. What that guy accomplished, you put him in the pantheon of what Bill Russell did, what Michael Jordan did, and I'm talking team sports-wise, not just individual. You know, it's so hard to match those two up, isn't it? You know, the great player, the great statistics, and the great results. He leaves nothing unblemished in his career, nothing. The ultimate professional, the ultimate winner, the ultimate competitor. Now, I'll ask you this. Do you consider Tom Brady the greatest NFL player of all time? Is Brady the greatest NFL player? I think that question is how it lands for each and every individual. And I, I I think that question is too broad. Dan says yes. By the way, guys, please hit the like button. We were a little light in the first hour. Please bang on that thing for me. Jeremiah says yes. No, Reggie for me. Matt Hatter, okay. See, I don't believe that there's a wrong answer here. Shane, Shane says cheater. Hey, Shane, that's such a full of shit story. Deflated footballs. Taping (laughs) had no bearing on the game. Had zero. Because the guy, every time any one of those hoaxes, fake news stories happened, he turned around the next year and won a Super Bowl. Fake news. Fake news. Cheater. Oh, yeah, okay. That's what he did. He cheated his way to 84,000 yards. Let me see what else. He cheated his way to the Buccaneers Super Bowl win when he was Zooming his teammates. <laughs> oh, oh, you some of you guys, man, will believe anything. But then again, I went through four years of a Russian hoax. So I, I get it. The team take practices. And, and, (laughs) and all you had to do was take the hard copy off the television broadcast. Jimmy Johnson used to do it all the time. What does that mean? Oh my God. Spygate. (laughs) Spygate. Deflategate. I spent two years of my life. Covering stupid fucking PSI something. <laughs> oh, my God almighty. Man, Spygate. You've been listening to Howard asking too much, man. 
<laughs> oh my god. Oh <laughs> deflated footballs. Deflated footballs had something to do with seven Super Bowls and 22 years of football. Brady a first ballot. Chris, that Hall of Fame's not intact. If he's hey, how about this? It's Roethlisberger and Brady going into the Hall of Fame. I think in 2027, is it? I think those two guys, because you have to sit five years. I think those guys, 2027, those guys go into the Hall of Fame, right? Sydney, I'm trying to get Elon Musk on my show, believe it or not. Uh, he's a fan of our show, and he's watched it. And I'm trying to get him on, believe it or not. All right, guys, I got something here for you. Okay? A Sills was studying Pygate. <laughs> John Davidson, yes. I, I, was, I was studying Pygate, yes. Oh, my God. Uh, D-Train goes, if you guys don't think every team record, they did, D-Train, it was, it was a common practice. And, and then you know what, too, they used to do? You would have an assistant coach hang out when a team came out, when they came to your building, and you know what they would do? They would sit there when the quarterbacks were going through warm-ups and listening for audibles. The NFL, because the Patriots were notorious for that, and so were the Raiders, they made them have to leave the field, all coaches too, when other teams, and you couldn't be down on that end of the end zone with – Home personnel watching like the Bills. Because the Bills and Sean McDermott, they had a bitch. And by the way, the Jets used to complain about the Patriots all the time and other teams that were doing it. Okay? Oh, man. It's deflate gate, spy gate. The only gate that really mattered was bounty gate. Because here's my problem with Drew Brees. I never said this. Uh, publicly, but I'll say it now. So Drew Brees knew that they were injuring union players, and they knew that they were into Gary Williams. Gary, I forget his last name, the defensive coordinator that was in uh, New Orleans at the time. He knew that they were trying to injure and personally injure Brett Favre and Kurt Warner and those players illegally, and he said nothing about it. It's quite a union rep. That's quite a union rep. All right. I'm going to get back to I don't trust Howie here. Okay? Steve, I, I hit on it a little bit. I want to get a little more intel on it, man, because Brian Flores is, is, is a stand-up dude. But he'll be called the angry black guy because he didn't get a job. Greg Williams, thank you, John. And by the way, everyone knows about the – hey, the bounty gate? Everyone knows about the jar. I played on football teams that had a jar. Whoever takes a quarterback out, everybody puts a $100 bill in every week. And whoever knocks a quarterback out on interceptions gets the jar. Sometimes that thing would be around five grand. You knock the quarterback out, you get the money in the jar. You start tooling it up again. That went on for decades. Oh, Eagle guy. What's about the bounty bowl? The, what was, no, 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 the body bag game. That was actually one of the best games of all time, the body bag game. So here we go. You ready? Here's a new name 
for the Washington football team, the Washington Commanders. React. <laughs> Washington Commanders. Oh, my God. I, I, hey, you should call them the Washington Commies. <laughs> the Washington Commanders. Jesus criminy. Do you, do, do you like <laughs> Embraer's? Oh, yeah. The Washington Commanders. <laughs> Joey, weak. Tony's like, oh, hey. <laughs> they sound like an arena football league team. Holy cow, man. They sound like a Mac football team. <laughs> Tony's like soft. <laughs> uh, Brian's like, wait, hang on here now. Wait, Washington gets a name this year? <laughs> He's Camden. Dude, hey, Eagle fans must just sit back and watch. You, you know what I love? Here, listen, guys. Eagle fans, you guys are the best, so I'm going to tell you why. So you must sit back and listen to that shit from the Cowboy fans and then this Washington thing, okay, and then stupid Giant fans. Oh, we're going to go with Daniel Jones. We're going to do everything we can to turn him around. Hoss, when a guy has a bad engine, I don't care how many spark plugs you put in the engine. It's still a shitty engine. There's nothing you can do with Daniel Jones. Oh, you just got poor cut. <laughs> hey, man, the car don't start, dog. <laughs> oh, the commanders. <laughs> Joey, Joey throwing a little behind the scenes. So the cheerleader's right. They dance on command in Washington. You know what I mean? Dante says Jalen is a holdover until we get the real guy. You ain't going to have an opportunity to get the real guy. You got all these assets, man. You got to make something happen. Danny Dimes, Danny Pennies. What were their choices? I don't know. <laughs> the commanders, the, the Washington pigs. <laughs> that would have been, hey, with all the politicians in Washington, they should have called them the Washington pigs. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that would have been great. Danny Nichols. <laughs> he ain't worth a nickel, bro. <laughs> that dude ain't worth a nickel, man. I'm sorry. He is not. All right. Hey, again, another thing before we get on to, to Howie here. And by the way, don't forget. Troy Taylor's going to join us at the bottom of the hour. Washington Rhinos? Okay. So, do we agree? Do you think Frank Reich's going to be on the hot seat this year? Along with Chris Ballard, maybe, the general manager of the Colts. What if Carson Wentz shits to bed again? Would you want Frank Reich as your, as your head coach in Philly? Sounds pretty good. I love Frank. I think Frank's a good coach. I do. I think Frank Reich's a good coach. I like him. I'd love to see him as the Eagles head coach. Okay. Hey, Washington Hogs, man. That may have worked, actually. 
kind of go back to your history a little bit with the Hogs. I actually like that now that you think about it. I don't know if they're keeping Wentz. Podcasts, I agree. I think they're really debating. Just like every other team is debating that. Okay? Just like every team is debating that right now. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm with you. Do you think that if you're Indianapolis and you're Frank Reich, you know you're kind of kind of be on the hot seat this year? Aren't you doing this? Hey, man, we got to win. We got to put some wins together here. We got to win, man. If we're going to be successful here, we want to be here for a while. We want to put something down on paper. We want to put a great resume together. They got to win some ball games here. And I don't know. Hey, Wentz had a nice stretch of games. They were playing well. And see, the big thing's going to be what's going to be the market for the Colts. Are they going to be forced to have to go into the 2022 season with the money that's now on the books too? Where you have to start him? Hey, man, you're knee deep into this dude now. Okay? Bryant says, it won't happen. I can't see that how he loves all the control, and he loves drafting choir boy type players. Sad. We have no identity on defense. Other NFL teams don't fear coming to the link any longer. Let's go into that conversation we had in the first hour here. Guys, listen, like I said to you, man, and by the way, please, and again, I don't want to, I'm not going to quantify what I'm going to say. Okay, I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to make it sound better. You see, I don't have to do that any longer because I'm not doing sports talk and we're not talking like in soft-ass places like San Diego or in Los Angeles anymore. We can get right to the point. You ain't going to win a Super Bowl with Jalen Hurts. You're not going to win with that. You're, you're going to win games. You're going to win games. Like Dak Prescott. You okay with Dak? Dak's going to win games. He ain't win no Super Bowl. That dude can't even run a 14-second play. To put his team in a position to run a play to take a shot at the end zone. Patrick Mahomes went down the field in three plays in 13 seconds and found Kelsey in the back of the end zone on an unscripted play. Dak ain't doing that unless everything is laid out for him in front of him. That ain't happening. 215 says Dak will never win a Super Bowl. Told Dallas fans that four years ago. Yeah, and they ended up overpaying him. Gave him $75 million this year. <laughs> there is no question. The Cowboys and Jerry Jones and Steven are going like this. Man, I just watched a whole... I just watched an entire playoff. And if your mind has not been changed, by the way, you know what? I saw somebody on my Twitter page go, Cilio, you flip-flop on this. You know why? I'll tell you why. Because the playoffs made me. I realized you're not going to win unless you have one of those guys. Joey, am I, how about this? I'll agree with you. I flip-flopped. If you all didn't do this, Joe Burrow showed you don't have to have a Super Bowl roster to get to a Super Bowl. It's the second worst O-line in football, and he still elevated the team. Went into Kansas City, where they hosted four straight AFC championship games, and he beat them. 
And what was he down, 18? Didn't you really? Hey, okay, then get this. Here's the notion that people would have. Stick to your guns and go with Jalen. Or have facts prove out to you you don't need to have a Super Bowl roster to get to a Super Bowl. Which person are you, hard-headed or ones that see the facts? Who are you? Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hang to my conviction that Jalen's the guy. Go ahead. I saw guys all over the league. And the guys who went home were the Garoppolo's and the Tannehill's. I mean, look at Matthew Stafford. Stafford is a great example, and so is Burrow. Stafford was on a horrible franchise in Detroit. He gets to a place that's got talent around him and coaching around him. He's in the Super Bowl, first year. Won all those playoff games. They didn't win one when he was up there, 0-3. Look at Joe Burrow. He gets to Cincinnati the year prior. They won two ball games. Second worst old line in the league. This guy's in the Super Bowl. <laughs> the Bengals. I'm not talking about the Eagles here. Lou says, since his defense still gets no love. Hey, that was a huge stop stopping Kansas City coming out of the half. And that was a huge stop and dumb play selection by Patrick Mahomes going into the half. Cincinnati stopped him there in the goal line. I, I swear to you, I looked over at my wife and I went like this. That's going to come back to haunt him. You watch. And it did. And it did come back to haunt him. Dog. <laughs> you need one of them quarterbacks if you're going to win a Super Bowl. That is an absolute fact. You need to have a you, – you need one of them guys. And Jalen ain't one of those guys. He's never going to be one of those guys. Well, if we put this guy around him, we put that guy around him, we put 50 different – come on, dogs. You know exactly what I'm talking about here. All right, we're going to catch up with our friend Joy Taylor from The Herd. We're going to get her spin. Ask her about Tom Brady. We'll ask her what her thoughts are on Jalen Hurts and see if he's the guy that can win a Super Bowl. I mean, all of our thoughts have changed after what we saw in this great playoff run. Guys, hit the like button. We'll get to your spins. Please bang on the like button. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. 
That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other, with more doctors and hospitals, more benefits that really rock, more of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about, because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. show your boy Dan Cilio. We're going to effort our friend Joy Taylor. Big day for her today. She did the herd as she always does. She co-hosts it with Colin Coward and she also did speak for yourself. So FS1 had her pretty busy. She texted me last night. She's like, oh my God, I got to change it. So we were like, all good. We'll drop you in the second hour here. So we really appreciate her coming aboard. We're going to catch up here in a couple seconds with her and get her spin on the news of the day. Obviously, um, Tom Brady calling it a career. We'll talk a little bit about that with her as well. But Josh McDaniel is now the new head football coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. Will McDaniel have a better go at it this time around? I think he will. If you look at all the head coaches that have been successful, usually their first stop or usually their first couple of years there's trials and tribulations. And why is that? Because you know why? Think about it for a second. If the transition for a player to go from the college ranks to the NFL is a transition, don't you think the transition from going from a coordinator to a head coach is also a process? Think about Nick Sirianni and how well he did this year for going from being a coordinator. And then by the end of the year, he was acting more like a head football coach. And that's exactly what happened to Josh McDaniel when McDaniel was in Denver. And he so came out and said that he failed in Denver because he didn't know about personal relationships. Well, that transition always plays into the assistant coaches. Look, when you're an assistant coach, you're in charge of wide receivers. You're a quarterback coach. You're a play caller. You've got a select group of guys in your room. You don't have the entire team in your room where you're in charge of every single one of those guys. And when you have to expand that and you're talking to special teams, you're talking to 
um, the defense. You're talking to the offense. Then you got to talk to your coaching staff. This is all the managing that a head coach does. It's not just about any longer, hey, I'm a wide receiver coach, and your emphasis is on the wide receivers, or you're, you're an extremely educated play caller. Those things no longer have to be your forte. Your forte is now communicating with every single person that's in your football team. You know, that's the one thing that was in that John Madden documentary. It's not just the winning and losing on Sunday that sucks. You're responsible for every single thing that's in that building. Personnel, defense, offense, all of that. You've got to be a manager when you're a head coach. Look at Mike Shanahan. Mike Shanahan, do you guys forget the fact that Mike Shanahan was the coach of the Raiders and he bombed there? He learned all of his mistakes when he was the head football coach of the Raiders. Gets the next job, understands personnel, understands communicating. Goes on to have a Hall of Fame-type career as the head coach of the Denver Broncos. That's what made that guy, and that's what you look at with these coaches. Look at Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick stopping Cleveland. What was the one thing that Bill complained about when he was in Cleveland? And you know what it was? Not being able to deal with personnel. Look at the mistakes that he made. You know, he went the Kozar and Testaverde debacle in Cleveland cost him success in Cleveland because he didn't know how to deal with it. He just didn't know how to deal with it. Birdman says, appreciate your grind, man. I'm saying the same thing on Hertz. He was a second-round pick. Why are fans acting like we owe him something? We need a solid quarterback, not a project quarterback. Birdman, I appreciate it. You're exactly right. And if we have learned anything about this past weekend, you need one of those dudes if you're going to win a Super Bowl. My friend Joy Taylor, and I stole that from her because I saw her today when she was on the herd. And Joy said that she goes like this. If you're going to win and you're okay with this comment here, hey, I can win with him. You ain't got the guy in the room. And here she is with us now. Joy, I mean, do you agree, Joy, that from now on, I mean, when we watch what we watched in the playoffs, you don't have a Joe Burrow. You don't have one of these guys. You ain't winning a Super Bowl. No. I mean, we saw the weakest link this weekend was Jimmy G, right, who I think is more talented than people give him credit for. I mean, he is he is a winning quarterback, but he clearly has limitations, and he's prone to injury and mistakes, and he's going to give you an opportunity <laughs> to take the game away from them, which is, which is exactly what we saw. And who's out? Jimmy G. So now obviously Patrick Mahomes, you know, is still a great quarterback and they'll be back here. You, someone's got to win. But yeah, if you don't have that guy, you're really just not in the conversation. And look, we know every organization isn't really trying to win Super Bowls. Sometimes they're happy just being competitive and selling season tickets and, you know, keeping the fan base and the community activated and making some money. Everybody is not in the Super Bowl winning business. But if you claim to be, if you think you are, you better have one of those guys. Because the gap between the have and have nots is just very obvious. There's not that many guys with that much talent in the league available walking planet Earth 
it's hard to get them. When you do get them, you've got to win right away before they become very expensive. So there's a formula to all of this. And with all the rule changes gearing towards the offensive side of the ball, it becomes even more apparent and more of a need to have a guy that can take advantage of that. All right, Joy, do I look older? <laughs> you got a little more gray, Dan. You got a little more gray. <laughs> it's okay. It's been what? What? How many years ago was it? Oh, yeah. God, forever, man. Oh, my God, to me. I mean, look, you know, I, I, I told everybody, I go, you know, the best advice I ever gave anybody, and it was to you because you started doing weekends, and now every time I hear you on the herd, you fucking say something. And I love it because you have an opinion. And to me, if you're not, if you're on the air and you have a platform and you're not saying anything, it's just white noise. And to see you expand that and to see where you've gone with it now, you're not only just a woman broadcaster now, you're one of the top broadcasters in the country now. Kudos to you for your hard work because, hey, let me tell you something, guys. She'd go over to Dan Marino, or she would go over to like Nick Saban when we were down in Miami, grab these dudes. I mean, nobody said no to Joy. And you know why nobody gives Joy shit? Because she's a former athlete. So, hey, man, I mean, you've, you've woven all that into it. You got to be pretty proud of what's happening here. Thanks, Dan. Yeah, well, absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm proud that I started where I did with starting, you know, with Sid uh, right before you came to 560 and with you as your producer and learning, you know, the process of making a show and all of those lessons, you know, not even just in production, but, you know, you, you I, I went to the school of hard knocks. A lot of people think I just poof, you know, showed no up and, um, and that's fine. You know, people are going to think what they want. It's, it's, it's all good with me, but, you know, I do think when you actually put in the work, you know, when you actually have to grind and, you know, work as a, for those of you who don't know, I was Dan's producer at 560 QAM. It was one of my first jobs in the business. Uh, and update people and update people. Yes. Uh, Part-time. So, you know, I worked like three or four other jobs in Miami bartending and, you know, waiting tables or whatever you have to do and a million other freelance jobs as well. But, you know, all that stuff I still use today, to your point, working on the weekends and doing, you know, Sunday night. 6 p.m. shifts on the weekend of 560. <laughs> it pays off because every rep you get better. So, and that making those mistakes um, that you make on air when you're a young broadcaster takes away a little bit of the nerves. It makes you uh, find your voice and find, you know, how you're going to prep and how you're going to approach shows and what kind of personality you're going to be. So, I got a great opportunity to learn from from you and lots of other guys in the business about, you know, how to be how to be a big personality and how to be confident in what I'm saying. Let's get to Tom Brady. You know, I, I, I heard you guys talking uh, this morning on The Herd. And, 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 Joy, you're right. The number one thing that makes Brady special, and I think his secret sauce, is that he's the greatest teammate in the history of the NFL. I mean, to be able to galvanize. And, and again, I'm going to use names like Aaron Hernandez, Antonio Brown, uh, you know, Branch, whomever he's played with, no matter what's been around him. Troubled guys, untroubled guys, guys who don't speak up. You've never really, outside of the craziness of AB84, say anything nutty about Tom Brady. Do you think that was his secret sauce and his success, plus his will and his drive to be the best? Yeah, I think because it's we always refer to football as the ultimate team sport, right? There's so many 
players in the locker room. There's so many moving parts. There's so many coordinators and assistants, and it's such a process. And everybody's got to really be one and on the same page. And great leaders find a way to connect with everyone and get everyone to buy in. And everyone knows their role and everyone does it to the best of their ability. I like talking to guys from championship teams and asking them, you know, what was it that, you know, put you guys over the edge this year? And the one thing that I always hear is everybody knew what their job was, right? Everybody knew what they were supposed to do and everyone was happy to do their job. A lot of times when you see teams that have a ton of talent and lots of shiny stars and all kinds of stuff going on and it's really exciting, but it doesn't end up winning a championship and you kind of wonder why. Eventually, a lot of times we hear, well, you know, this person kind of wanted this going on and this person wanted this many targets. And there's, there's always some kind of ego thing that happened where people weren't really doing what they were supposed to be doing. And that's why noisy organizations often struggle and organizations that don't have real strong leadership struggle because it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of guys to get on the same page. And there's something about Tom Brady where, you know, I think it's because I believe he was a six round pick. Yeah, He was overlooked. So he didn't come into the league as the number one overall pick. He didn't come in as the Heisman winner. He came in as a guy that, probably on on other organizations would have never made the team so he had to really put in the work and people respect that and you can't fool players like we say that all the time you can fool the media you can fool fans you can fool ownership but you can't you can't fool that guy that's lining up next to you he knows how much work you're putting in he knows what you're doing with your body he sees you in practice he sees you in the weight room he sees you in 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 meetings he knows how much work you're really putting in and when you're tom brady and you've put in that work and you're that successful and you're still doing it at the level that Tom does it every single day and still putting the money into his body and still, you know, doing the practices and doing the meetings, you have to raise your level of play and your level of commitment. So it didn't matter what team, there was plenty of turnover in New England over 20 years. It didn't matter what coordinator, what receivers, what offensive line. And now it really didn't even matter which organization because he went to Tampa Bay and turned them around in a short year in a pandemic, which I think is, you know, it's hard to pick the most remarkable thing about Tom Brady's career, but that's pretty remarkable that he did that. Oh, I, I, had I, I, won a playoff game in 17 years. Like that's, that's wild. Oh no. And I agree with you. I think it's his greatest accomplishment. Joy, you said something a couple months ago, even, you know what I got to tell you, you changed my opinion on Jalen hurts and we're based in Philly. So I'm going to tell you, here, here, here was my, I, all the intangibles, everyone loves him. Jimmy Johnson was on a couple of weeks ago, and so was Dave Wanstead. You know him, obviously, from Fox and from our time in Miami, from your time in Miami. And he loves, okay, the guy's personality. Jimmy doesn't really think he's the guy. But here, I mean, all those great things about the kid. But to your point that you made today, he's going to win games. But he's not going to win that game. After what I saw with Josh Allen and after what I saw, Joe Burrow took the freaking Bengals, the second worst O-line. You don't have to have, Joy, a Super Bowl roster to get to the Super Bowl, but you have to have a Super Bowl quarterback. Now, maybe I'm polluting the question here a little bit, but, I mean, Jalen Hurts is not going to get the Eagles to a Super Bowl. Do you agree or disagree? You know – I'm I'm at a, a bit of a crossroads with the quarterback position because I do believe that Joe Burrow 
put I said this yesterday, he really started the clock on all these young quarterbacks. Yes. You don't, you, to your point, you don't need a good offensive line. You can't use the injury excuse. He had a major injury last year. You can't use the, you need a great coach because we didn't know if Zach Taylor was a good coach or not until Joe Burrow's healthy and out there. Like, we don't know. We have no idea. He seems like he's doing a good job. They're in the Super Bowl, but is it Joe Burrow? Is it Zach Taylor? Like, I don't know. We don't know if he's a great coach. Maybe he's a good coach. We don't know if he's great. And you can't use the organizational excuse because while the Cincinnati Bengals haven't been the Cleveland Browns, they're certainly not a winning organization. Like if you, if you think making the playoffs for a couple of years in a row is cute, like good for you. But that's that I'm talking about a championship level organization. That's not what the Cincinnati Bengals traditionally have been. So you can't use any of those excuses anymore. That said, I do think we probably will get into a space where we're reacting too quickly to the development of young quarterbacks as well. Like maybe Joe Burrow is just an all-time, you know, great. Maybe maybe he and Mahomes are just in a different category of great right away. And some of these other guys do need a little bit more time to develop. So we're not a patient society. You don't get a lot of time to show you're the guy. I do think Jalen Hurts has a lot of talent. I think what he what they did this year in Philly was really wildly impressive to me because I thought they were going to be terrible. Yeah, me too. So, you know, I think what Philly did was something to build on. I would give Jalen Hurts another year. But it's going to be a weird, interesting quarterback landscape because everybody wants the guy and you want the guy right away. So are you going to develop the guy? Are you going to have ownership that's patient enough to develop a guy? When do you know if he's reached his ceiling? I think it's going to be it's going to be very interesting because there's so many different types of quarterbacks in the league now. You have Joe Burrow, you have Kyler Murray, you have Josh Allen, you have Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson. They're all so different, right? They're all super talented, but so different. So how soon do they need to pop? And you know, how much? How long are you going to wait to see if they have it? Because, like for example, I don't think Daniel Jones is it at all. Oh, I don't either. But they're going to run it back another year with Daniel Jones, it seems. Yeah, but you know what that's going to mean to Brian Dable now? Watch this. So this guy's going to have to go into this season now with a quarterback that you know in your heart sucks. Then the organization's going to go, okay, we're going to move off him. So the Giants are setting up Brian Dable basically for failure because they'll fire him in the third year because then after that they're not going to win enough games. And you're back on that conveyor belt of not making the decision. The one thing I always thought, Joy, that New England and what Belichick did, he always made the tough cut. No matter if it was a first-rounder, no matter getting rid of Chandler Jones, no matter getting Richard Seymour, they always got guys out of the building, and they always made the tough move when they had to. And they didn't sit around and go, well, we drafted him in the first round. We got to sit here and try to see if we can save the guy. I mean, know your mistakes. And that's what's happened to the Giants here. Yeah, you can't be too patient. I think you have to see, you can see something. So to my point with Jalen Hurts, I think you see there's something there. I do. Right? He's still a little raw. There's yeah. something there. So if you can develop him a little bit more, I think that's worth exploring. When you can see something with a player at that position, lean into that. I think that the, I think the Ravens did an amazing job of leaning into what Lamar Jackson does and building around him. And Lamar is, I mean, he's a league MVP. Like he, they had a down year. They're going to be back competitive again next year. I believe though that he will eventually win a Super Bowl. But he's a very unique player. So I don't think we've ever seen anything with Daniel Jones. Like what? So he can run a little bit? Like he's kind of fast? <laughs> right. Like there's nothing. When you have a resume like that year after year and there's no pop whatsoever, I think you've seen enough to know to move on. So it, it varies player by player, but 
I just think it's going to be very hard for organizations to evaluate guys when you have when you have Joe Burrow going out there and taking the Cincinnati Bengals to the Super Bowl, when you have Justin Herbert looking as amazing as he does in such a short time, Kyler Murray, like it's just, it's really hard because you got to get that guy. Absolutely. Two last questions for you here, Joy. I know you had a big day here. Let me throw this at you here. I love Aaron Rodgers, and I'm going to tell you why. He's the best villain that the NFL has had in a long time. And I hear Colin say this, and he's been one of the very few guys that gets this. You've you got Brady here, and then you've got Floyd Mayweather kind of over here. You've got babyface like Oscar De La Hoya, you know, a villain sells. He has really made it so polarizing to watch him. Look, I don't give a shit who he is. He wins games. He's won 39 regular season games. Has he bombed in the postseason? Yeah, well, Peyton Manning was 14 and 13 in the postseason, too. Okay? I mean, think about it. In 27 years of football in Green Bay, Brett Favre is 12 and 11. We're not talking about – shows you what Brady's insane success was. And I love your comment, too. You can't compare anybody to that guy. That guy's over here and everybody else is over here. But your your thoughts on Rodgers and the NFC is wide open now. I mean, God knows Russell Wilson may end up in Denver. Nobody knows – What's going to happen here? Give me your thoughts. Do you think he's going to be in Green Bay, or do you think he's going to be in another zip code? I think he's going to leave, but I thought he was going to leave before the season started and before all of the, you know, vaccine drama and, you know, everything that's gone on with Aaron Rodgers this year. I just think he's such an, a unique kind of personality and the way that he was talking about how things went. And I was on his side 100%. If I'm Aaron Rodgers and you draft my replacement and you can't bother to text me, you deserve whatever wrath I have for you. That's that's <laughs> how I feel. I supported however he wanted to behave in that spot. And generally, I'm not like, you know, I think you owe, you know, the fan base some respect and, you know, you want to carry yourself a certain way. But you only got a couple times to try me before I really don't care anymore. And so I I was I did not have a problem with how he acted, how he treated the front office. Because if you're going to treat me that way, what? Why do I owe you any kind of respect? So I was I was with him on that, and I do think that, you know, it's going to take a lot to fix that relationship. That said, the way that the season ended, I kind of feel like it feels like that story's over to me. Yeah, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if he stayed, but I equally wouldn't be surprised if he leaves because I just feel like they keep hitting this like ceiling. He's obviously wildly talented. He's going to win the MVP this year as he should. He's had an unbelievable season. He's he's very capable of winning a Super Bowl. But for whatever reason, they can't seem to do it in Green Bay. And maybe it's him. Maybe he's not as great of a postseason quarterback as we like to think he is. Or maybe it's just you get into a situation where it's a little stagnant. And, like, it's good, but it could be great. And I kind of feel like that's where it's reached with Aaron Rodgers. Now, selfishly, also, it's great for us if he leaves Green Bay. <laughs> but, yeah. but I Because I, I agree with you. He is a villain. The thing about Aaron is I don't need everybody to have the same personality, right? I don't need everybody to be this cookie cutter, um, you know, we're on to Cincinnati type of, you know, guy at the podium. I don't care if he likes the media or not. We're a bunch of nerds that talk about what other people do for a living. So like, I don't, I'm not self-righteous like media member where you have to like what we do or whatever. I think you should treat people with respect because we do a job as well, but you know, if you don't like it, you're entitled to not like it. That's fine. You don't have to like me. 
or what I do. It's just, it's whatever. Um, I do think the one thing, because I love villains. I think villains are essential to good stories. Like if you have a weak villain, the story is not really that good. Right. So I don't mind at all that he's a villain. I don't like the victimhood though. Like if you're going to have strong opinions, as we know, because this is what we do. If you're going to have strong opinions, if you're going to put yourself out there, if you're going to dip your your toe in in, in you know <laughs> in some controversial water, you have to know that you're going to get pushback from people. So you know this whole idea that he's like canceled, dude. I see your face on every other State Farm commercial. You're not canceled, you know. And if a, if a hospital disagrees with your COVID take, I think they're entitled to say. We don't, we don't think you should represent us anymore. You know, if you're going to put yourself out there, you have to also be willing to deal with the consequences of being involved in controversial stuff. So I have no problem with the villain. I don't have a problem with his personality. And I don't think that it, it diminishes who he is as a player at all. But don't play victim when people come for you, because that's what this is. And it's, 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 it's rough out here. And everybody's not gonna like what you have to say. But if you want to say it, you got to respect that people might disagree with you. Finally here, I'm going to throw something at you here. And I heard this this morning and I was talking to Jason Light. How about Aaron Rodgers to the Bucks? So I've, I've seen some of that too. The only thing that I don't like about that is if he doesn't win a Super Bowl, everyone's going to consider it to be a failure because, and, and maybe not the first year because I think but that's, that's one of the ready teams that have yeah. the components that he would need to go to maybe there and maybe New Orleans like that, that have talent on both well, sides. New of Orleans the isn't, a, the isn't a good place anymore because of Peyton's gone. Yeah. So to me, right. to me, the sleeper team, the team that, that makes the most sense because everyone keeps talking about Denver, which does have a great roster and they did just hire his guy. I think the Colts makes the most sense. The division is not strong at all you just got the titans which i think we can all admit now are a little bit of a little fraudulent just they're kind of regular they're kind of the toronto raptors without Kawhi. like you know <laughs> they're a good regular season team right but they don't have the guy so i think the, the ursa is very frustrated with wentz they have a good coach in frank Reich. they have a great running game weapons i i think the colts makes the most sense for aaron Rodgers. now does he want to go to indianapolis i don't know Denver's a bigger city, more fun to live in. Probably I've never been to Indy, so no offense to anyone from Indianapolis, but I'm assuming I've been to Denver. It's pretty awesome. So I, th that to me is the actual organization that makes the most sense. But I, I, I do hope he, like selfishly, I hope he leaves. <laughs> Joy, it's probably the only city in the country you haven't been to is Indianapolis. Yeah. <laughs> hey. I know. I know you had a big day and I know you made time for us. Hey, thank you so much. And I appreciate it. You know how much no, I love you. No, thank you for having me. It's it's an honor to go from your producer to a guest. <laughs> You're so good to me. Thank you so much. I keep watching you all the time and um, I root for your success every single day. Thank you so much. And by the way, Didi said to say hi. Kim said to say hi. They all love you very much. They're watching right now. So thank you so much, Joy. Hi, Didi. Hi, Kim. Love you, Dan. I appreciate you. You got it. That is our friend Joy Taylor from The Herd. Please hit the like button. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. 
or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other. With more doctors and hospitals. More benefits that really rock. More of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about. Because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. By the way, John Kincaid from The Fanatic tomorrow at 4.30 Eastern time. We will have him on. You guys want Joy on again? I thought she was great. I thought she was great. Um, she always is, though, too. You know, yes. You know, yes, she was my my producer. We worked very close and um, loved the hell out of her, man. Guys, please hit that like button. You guys were great. Better hide that segment from other producers. Xander Krause, Beauty and the Beast, makes for great content. Oh, man. She knows her game, right, Sydney? Vaselli says, yes, bring her back. Okay. Yeah, no, she's a tremendous. You know, her brother is Jason Taylor, right? The Hall of Fame defensive end for the Dolphins. Okay. You guys know that that's her brother. Her brother played for the Dolphins for 15 years. And, and, you know, she was like a college star rugby player, too. Or, no, soccer player, excuse me. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Jason Taylor is her brother. And, and like I said, don't forget, guys, tomorrow um, we will have John Kikade from the Fanatic, the morning man there, and we'll talk some Eagle football with him. Guys, I just got this in. How about Aaron Rodgers to the Buccaneers? What do you make of that? 
Rodgers taking over in Tampa? Seems like a pretty easy fit. Aaron Rodgers goes to Tampa. Oof. Okay? I'm not getting Howie. I'm working on Nick Sirianni. Brian says, Dan, why do you flip-flop and agree with Joy about Hurts staying for another year? I didn't agree. I said he's got intangibles. I didn't flip-flop. I said he has intangibles. He does have intangibles. I, I did not say I want him as a starting quarterback going into the 2022 season. I did not say that. Absolutely not. And by the way, you know, to Brian's point, though, watch this. So if you sit here and say, after what you saw, this playoff run, that Jalen Hurts is good enough, and it didn't change your mind on what you need to win a Super Bowl, then you're just hard-headed. And uh, Steve, I, I, no, 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 no. This is just conversation here. Brian, I'm not going to bash you, man. I'm not bashing. This is conversation, brother. What do you think? This is politics and what those jackasses do. I'm not bashing you, brother. Oh, no, 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 Brian. Brian, I'm not personal, man. I know you're not. We're just talking football here. Joe says NFL statement saying that they will defend against the Flores case. Wow, man. That's going to be massive news tomorrow. I find it hard to believe that Brian Flores is a liar. D-Train says Rodgers to the 49ers from the played his ball at Cal. Bucks have less weapons. I think the Buccaneers have, well, it depends on you, right? Because Godwin's going to leave. Brian says, Dan, I prefer a Super Bowl defense. I prefer a Super Bowl quarterback, Brian. It's all good. Dan, would you wear a National Rugby League jumper if I sent you one? I don't know what a jumper is. It sounds feminine, and I, I don't know. I, I, I can't watch this. I can't commit to that right now. <laughs> Steve says we need another hour of the show. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's more commitment from Big Sills. That means another guest. That means planning. That means uh, more producing. <laughs> Oh, it's a rugby shirt. Yeah, I would wear it. I'd wear it on the air. Absolutely. I think, see, n n wait a minute now. No. Xander's trying to um, Stephen Ross me, allegedly. More money for another hour. See, the, I, I told you last hour, I, I don't do anything for money like that. I'm not compromising my integrity. Hey, Sills, we'll give you a couple more bones. Okay. <laughs> uh, don't ever do that again to me live on the air again, Sander. <laughs> yeah, I'll never compromise my integrity. That's not what I do. I'll give you more money. Okay. 
<laughs> that's like, hey, that's like, watch this. That's like people going like this. Hey, Deshaun Watson would never play in Philly. About 42 million bucks. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Pay that fat man. Thank you, podcast. Thank you. Pay that son of a B. Absolutely, man. <laughs> All right, as I said, hey, man, guys, please hit the like button. You guys were sensational as always. Matt Hatter Seals, you are awesome, but I still like Hertz. It's all good, man. It's all good. I like coconut cream pie. I don't really like apple pie. Still a dessert. It's all good. <laughs> Why did I tie that in? I have no idea. Jalen Hurts wouldn't take the cash integrity. That's why I don't like him. Drop that integrity. We're good. <laughs> yeah. Guys, thank you again. Please, hey, do me a favor. Hit the like button. John Kincaid from The Fanatic tomorrow. If you missed any of the show, you missed any of the interview with Joy, we really appreciate you. Go back, share it, watch it a little bit later on. Tell all your homies about it, man. We really love the fact that you guys come here every single day. And I'm so glad that I get a chance to talk with you guys four to six Eastern time every single Monday through Friday. Till tomorrow, we'll see you on the flip side.